The Women Like You podcast would like to acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional owners of the land we walk on. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. It's about finding little moments where you can happily, easily, without too much stress, add in a few minutes of exercise here and there, and it will add up. If you add all of those minutes up across a week, across a month, across six months, across 12 months, that's a shit ton of minutes. Hello and welcome to Women Like You, the podcast for women who hate working out, but know they should. I'm Sarah and I'm a GP. And I work in fertility and women's health. And I'm Gab. I'm an audio producer and journalist. And on this episode, exercise tips for unfit people. And you know these tips are going to work because we were unfit as hell (laughs) and used these simple tips every day to build a regular exercise habit. We'll also look at intention implementation, what it is, how you do it, and how will it help you to do more regular exercise. But first... Uh, Sarah, the countdown to holiday season is on, and that means that the fitness influencers of the world are out in full force uh, trying to sell you all kinds of fitness programs to shred for the holiday season or get in shape in just five weeks to start the new year like the dream version of yourself. Yay. Oh, so many of them, like especially in the last week, like it's it's either sponsored posts or it's just, you know, people you follow who you know who are starting to try to ramp up you know selling you programs over the holiday yeah, there's season. been a bit of it on telly too i've mm. noticed there's mm. been like definitely a push for the kind of home diet programs and it's yeah it's it's happening oh and look i just you know i wanted to kind of bring it up because it's one of those things that yeah we see all the time, but particularly at this time of year, and especially in January, which I'm I sure was going to we'll, say, sure we'll you wait till January, baby. <laughs> I'm sure we'll talk about it then too. Um, but you know, it's just a reminder: don't believe the hype, ignore the hype, focus on creating or maintaining your exercise habit, um, and you know, separate it from all the bullshit that you see online on TV. Um, and actually, it's it's uh, what plays into this beautifully is that I actually saw a video the other day of a female fitness model getting ready for a promo shoot. And as she was getting ready, one of the producers behind the scene gave her a pair of, um, like, I don't know what they were made of. I don't know if it was, like, material or some kind of rubber, but they were basically um, butt implants, like the bum equivalent yeah. of chicken fillets, you know. Like you <laughs> I know saw how- this. Yeah. I saw this too. I didn't. I, I didn't realize that you were going to talk about this today. But yeah, I saw this too. It was. She shoved them down her pants to make her bum look curved and toned, and then you know jumped up on some bar to do like pull ups or something. And they were taking photos and you know f- footage of her. I was like. And then that's obviously then going to be used to sell to women like you and I to say, hey, if you want a butt that looks like that, butt's not even yeah. real. <laughs> I know. Do you know, like, do you know how many hang-ups I I have had over the years about the fact that I have like zero butt cheek action? Yeah, the arseless wonder. Yeah, yeah. So it turns out I just need to buy some kind of silicon <laughs> yes, butt plant. That's the word I was after. Silicon. Yes. I, yeah, no, because I saw, I, I did, I saw this come up in my feed and I was really, really pleased to see it, in fact. Yeah. Um, because it is just, it is such a timely reminder that, uh, and look, we all know this, but still, when you're just scrolling through your feed, it's easy to forget. Mm. 
what you see is not reality. No, and a lot of the images are massively doctored, you know, and not doctored like Sarah's a doctor, literally <laughs> altered to make you uh, see a completely different thing from what's, what the original is. You know, the filters that people use um, are now so subtle, you wouldn't even think that um, there's any filter at all. And so, you yeah. know, we're kind of now surrounded by these images, particularly of women, um, and seeing that, that this is real and, and normal. But actually Clever. it's it's... It's so completely manipulated. It's t- it's entirely fabricated. Um, mm. Clem Ford did a great post recently um, where she just posted a picture of her beautiful face, mm-hmm. and then a picture of her beautiful face with a um, with some kind of an amazing filter that didn't make her look different. It just made her look perfect. Yeah. Yep, and like she was I've, like, I've seen, I, just, yeah. I just want you to remember that this took me two minutes to do with a filter. Yes. This is not how I look. It just, you know, it did that whole thing where it just, you know, smoothed out a line. So yeah, made, like, you know, made the bigger, nose a little bit thinner. And, made, yeah, yeah made the lips a little bit yeah. plumper. Oh. And, oh. and it, was, it was pretty subtle, but it was, in fact, that's almost the problem. It was subtle enough that when you look at your own face without a filter, you're like, yeah. I think um, I might give myself a little touch-up. Yeah, yeah, for little, sure. A little touchy-touch. Yeah, and so, you know, when it comes to then fitness images and, and, you know, these kind of promotional videos and these really fit people that we see creating content for us, yeah, it's it, it you really have to stop and say and remind yourself that you don't actually know all of the stuff that's going on behind the scenes that's creating this image of this person with this perfect figure in front of you. And that's not to, you know, take away from, you know, people who work very hard to, to look a certain way. You know, if that's what you're into, fine. I'm not judging that. Yeah. But no, no. It, and, and also but don't, if that's don't your sell job. Me, yeah, yeah but, but also don't sell me, don't sell me uh, a program to make me look like you when you've got chicken fillets in your ass, when you don't even have that <laughs> butt in reality. You know what I mean? Sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> No, no. I was just thinking when I saw that uh, when I saw that image of the chicken fillets down the butts, um, <laughs> I was just like, I was going, I need to find where you buy these. Not because I want my ass to look like that, but that could really help me achieve roller skating glory. Oh yes! <laughs> I'd finally have some cushion on my tush to follow my ass without bloody fracturing my pelvis. So I guess. You know, take what it, take, take from it what you will. Take from it what you will. The best takeaway for you is uh, butt padding for accident prevention. I was like, Ooh, butt padding, <laughs> injury mm. prevention. The the just tremendous thing about the uh, the you know the fitness industry that's trying to spin a buck off people's insecurities mm. is that yeah, like this Christmas we need you to have a big bum. Next Christmas we'll need you to have no a little bum. bum. Christmas after, it will be all big boobs. The Christmas after that, it will be tiny boobs. Like, it's just like you you will never, ever meet societies or, or the diet culture and fitness culture's ideal. No. Because it changes. That's not how they make money. No, exactly. <laughs> they need you exactly. to be different from what they're selling you. Oh. It's just a good reminder at this time of year, as you're about to be absolutely slammed with all this kind of advertising, just take a break, take a moment, you know, and just remember that a lot of these things that you're seeing are literally bullshit. Absolute horseshit. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so good. Um, Oh, yeah. I meant to say you and I have had the most massive week (laughs) Individually, you know, separate of each yeah. other in that we've had in a long time. If you, 
yeah, it just if you hear any weirdness from us, if I was going to say, if, <laughs> if we sound more scattered than usual, <laughs> we're not drunk. <laughs> it's uh, we're, we're we're both wildly wildly sleep deprived oh, at the so moment. Sleep deprived. Oh my god. So, but, yeah, and also, uh, if you hear Sarah's dog in the background, uh, you've, oh, you you've moved house. He doesn't know where he is. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> the lights have gone out. <laughs> I'm literally recording this podcast at the moment on my bedside table because I haven't worked out where else to do it yet. <laughs> I'm sitting on my bed. I've locked me and my dog in my bedroom. It's all good. It's all good. It's good. It's fine. I know, it's fine. Where, I know where about three of my belongings are. Everything else is just... <laughs> hoiked into boxes all through the place. We're good. We're good. You've had a massive week too. Oh, just like literally I think uh, one of the days this week I worked the most hours I think I've ever worked bar one mammoth day I did working on a podcast a few years ago. But it was like a 17 and a half hour day this week and I was like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I'm too old. I don't have it in me. And yet, my love. Here we are. Uh, we're here. We're here. We're here doing we are. it. Here we are. We are. We are doing it because this situation is not unique to you and I. I'm sure that anyone who is listening to this podcast right now who identifies as a woman like you and a woman like us um, completely understands how impossible it can feel some weeks when you are working silly numbers of hours, you're moving house, you're looking after your dog or for other women, you're looking after your kids or whatever it might be, it can feel impossible to keep up a regular exercise routine when it just feels like your entire world is is just a big bunch of chaos. Mm. It just means that it's time to take a breather, time to have a little bit of a, a re-check of what your of what your systems are and is there anything that you can do to maybe help to kind of shiny up those systems a little bit for those really, really busy, difficult times that are ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So, Sarah, you mentioned this actually months and months and months ago on the Women Like You podcast. What is intention implementation or implementation implementation intention? Which way? What is it? I can't even say it. Implementation intention or intention implementation, depending on how you come at it. I don't think it really matters. This is a plan that you make beforehand about when and where to act. So this is to say how you intend to implement a particular habit. Now, we do this every day for for both our good and our bad habits, and it's a proven strategy for building new habits. So this is where I think its value comes in. So if you are wanting to implement a new exercise habit, knowing a little bit about implementation intention can be really helpful. They have been used to combat four potential problems of goal pursuit. And I, every time I say the word goal, I, I hear your I hear the little hairs on the, <laughs> the back of your neck stand up. <laughs> or you just Don't boo. get me started. <laughs> but it's ultimately why many of us fail at achieving our big capital G goals. Yeah. So the four things that it can help to combat is our failure to get started, getting derailed, mm-hmm. becoming very rigid in our plans yes. or overextending ourselves. And 
I don't know about you, but this really sounds like the playbook of all of the previous ways that my health kicks have failed me. Yeah, it was kind of like the manual for, you know, how we were doing it wrong for so many years. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I I wouldn't get started. I'd I'd get waylaid along the way. I would then be so rigid in my plans that if I failed to keep those plans up, then I would get the shits with myself and give Give up. Give up, yeah. Or I would make some kind of outrageous set of plans that would just not fit into my actual real life. Mm. Definitely, I think we're all, particularly those of us that might have a bit of a type A personality, we are prone to expecting that we will be able to do things 100% all of the time. Mm. Yeah, so, no room for failure. No room for failure. And we have to we have to build in room for failure. Not even failure because I think that already has such a negative connotation, mm. but room for life, room mm. for flexibility. Room for moving house or 17 and a half hour days. <laughs> yeah, that sort of room, that sort of room. So there is, uh, there, there is absolutely some, some excellent data that, uh, that came out of some studies from the early 2000s. For those of you who subscribe to our newsletter, I will spend a bit of time kind of running through some of the studies themselves rather than go into that in too much detail here. But what we do know is that by making conscious effort to determine what it is that we're trying to achieve, when we can achieve it, and how we actually plan to go about doing that can make a really big impact. So it's, you know, we again, we sound like a broken record. It's all about putting systems in place, mm. making those systems easy, making the sort of the decision, taking the decision making out of it so that you're actually building something that is easy, repeatable, and that fits into your actual day-to-day life. And, and this, is, this is how this concept of implementation intentions work. Yeah, it's, it's, it's basically sa- instead of just saying I'm going to run more or I'm going to become a runner um, and then just hoping that your motivation randomly kicks in or that you all of a sudden wake up one day with this incredible amount of willpower <laughs> – Yes, it's, it's actually and- about going. Well, okay, if I do want to run more, uh, you know, but I'm not running at all now. When can I do this running? Where can I do this running? And how can I do this running? And actually being really specific about setting those intentions for yourself to actually make it achievable is what Perfect. I'm getting from you. <laughs> that is <laughs> for for a woman that's done seventeen and a half hours of work. <laughs> Um, in a row, that was perfect, absolutely perfect. Um, do you remember not so long ago, it must be a few weeks back, we did an episode where we talked about open-ended goals rather than kind of fixed, closed goals? I do. And also I, I remember it especially because I don't like talking about goals at all yes. because they've failed <laughs> me so many times in my life. But but yes, I do remember that episode. So I, I wanted to bring that up again because I think when we are discussing implementation intentions, it's important to keep that in mind because it, on the one hand, it does sound like we're saying you need a very specific goal at a very specific time and a yeah. very specific plan. And whilst that's true to an extent, we just need to remember that for us, exercise sloths, you know, the ultimate goal is 150 minutes of moderate exercise per week. And it's about building the habits that allow you to achieve that in whatever form it is. You don't have to be really rigid with these implementation intentions because we want them to be, 
We want them to be flexible enough to fit in to your crazy, busy lives. Mm. So as we said before, like I moved house this week, I have not been able to stick to my usual routine. I love routine. Mm. I love routine. So this week I've allowed myself the flexibility to fit in some movement when I can. And also it's so important when you're putting these things in place to also remember the sheer amount of incidental exercise that you're probably doing in those really, really busy weeks. Yeah, yes. So instead of kind of feeling disappointed in myself that I haven't been able to do 20 minutes of yoga every morning because I have no idea where my yoga mat is. <laughs> You'll find it. It'll be there somewhere. I'll find it. It's somewhere. It's somewhere. Um, you know, just to remember that I've been packing boxes, I've been lifting stuff, I've been cleaning, I've been moving shit. It's it's okay. So the the... It's important that we think about implementation intentions in the context of some flexibility and that we are building long-term, we're building long-term health. We're not trying to achieve anything just today, once off. We're not, we're not after a once off win. Four weeks we're till at- Christmas, Sarah, four weeks, you know, <laughs> you got to get that banging bod for Christmas before you see the family. First time, you know, for some of us, first time we've seen family in two years or something, you know. Don't worry, you can just <laughs> whack some chicken fillets down your ass and you'll, you'll look it's amazing. In trend. It's in trend this year to have a big bum. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, sorry. I've, de- no, I've no. derailed our discussion. It's true. Long term, long de- long yeah. term compound so, compound. So, so think so think long term. Exactly. Think long term. Think compound interest. Think you get what you repeat. This is not about doing perfect behavior every day. It's about building in better behaviors that you can repeat. Like this week, obviously a crazy week for me, but having some of those same week to week intentions that have been, you know, that I've been trying to implement for the last 18, 24 months, look, they have paid dividends this week. So for me, these these are some of my day to day, week to week kind of intentions. When it's not pouring rain, I will still walk to the train each morning. Mm-hmm. When I'm getting super stressed out at work, I will spend five minutes doing a little bit of meditation for calmness or weird hangover from my burpees for boobs month. Um, I'll do uh, I'll do five burpees for kind of a quick energy boost and a little bit of a quick mental reset. Um, I've bought a cheap yoga mat that I keep in my office so that if I get a cancellation, I can do, and I'm not talking about then rocking out a 45-minute yoga session in my office, <laughs> but I'll do, you know, I'll do five minutes of gentle yoga and it just again it's just these little things that I'm like okay and I'm looking after my mental health as much as my physical health in these Mm. settings but how can I do you know how can I optimize this little moment of time to make myself feel better so five minutes of gentle yoga do I do these things every day no do I do them when I can yes do I feel guilty if I haven't completed my 22 minutes of formal exercise each day no, because am I more active than I was this time two years ago? Hell yes. Yes. So I, you know, my kind of my baseline intentions are that I walk most days, I leave the car at home whenever I possibly can, I take the stairs when I can, and if that's all that I can implement in a busy ass week, that's fine. What I love about that is like you've got the yoga mat in the office um, and it's there. You're not like rigidly saying to yourself, Anytime I get a spare moment, I must do X, Y, Z. You're basically making this connection in your brain where you're saying, 
Anytime I get a cancellation, I rock out a bit of yoga. That may or may not happen on any given day. Um, you know, so it's, you know, like it, you could basically say to yourself, anytime I wake up in the morning and it's sunny, I'll go for a walk. Um, anytime it's, you know, rainy, I'll stay inside and do some yoga. Like you can kind of just. Exactly. Exactly. They're not strict rules. It's just like, you know, you know, they're not even like set on specific days even. It's just no, when no. I see this, I do X. Yeah. When I, when, I, when I see that there's the option to take, you know, one flight of stairs versus one escalator, I'll take the flight of stairs. Yes. Yeah. And if you do that enough, like it will add up. Mm. It does add up. But at the same time, if it, if it does help you to have a bit more of a plan and to kind of really set those good solid systems up in place, maybe it is better for you to say, you know, on a Sunday night, you're looking at your week ahead and you're going, cool, I reckon the least busy days of the week for me this week are going to be, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, on Monday, I'm going to go for a walk at 7am at the you know, park down the end of my street. On Tuesday, I'm going to X. On, on Wednesday, I'm going to, you know, it, you, you can also set it up in a way that you're literally saying or, or committing to paper the, the day, the time and the type of activity. You may not get there, but you're more likely to get there is what the research shows if you actually have set that out and made it more specific than just saying, I'm going to exercise more or I'm going to become a runner. That's it. Don't rely on your willpower. Don't rely on this magical motivation to come out of nowhere. Get yourself some systems. Choose when you think you will have some time. Make an intention and implement it. Boom. Boom. Done. Boom. (laughs) How hard can it be? (laughs) Really bloody hard is the answer. So hard. So hard. We wouldn't have this podcast. It's, uh, yeah, it is doable. I know Mm. it's really hard, but it is doable. Yes, it is. And, you know, that that brings us to tips for unfit people who aren't athletes, you know, (laughs) and we have so many of them. Um, So one of the one of the biggest ones that I can recommend is to get yourself a habit tracker. There's heaps of free apps that you can get. I've used an app like Momentum before. Um, It's really useful. Basically, uh, it allows you to stop focusing on the idea of progress or seeing results just focus on doing something that equates to ticking off some exercise mm. and, and it makes it so much easier. You literally, with an app like, like Momentum, you get like a little green tick, you know, every day when you do a little bit of something. If you're just focusing on that, that's so much more achievable than worrying about whether you've lost X kilos or if you can lift this or if you're, you know, feeling any better when you go for a run or whatever. Stop thinking about those things. Just go, cool. I want to do something that will allow me to open my phone, open that app and give myself a green tick. The green tick feels good. Yes. It feels really good to uh, to tick off that little to-do list. If you're a chronic list maker like I am, then the yeah, apps like Momentum are beautiful. Love mm. them. Mm. Little dopamine hit. Yum, yum. Yum, 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 yum. Another tip is even on my most exhausted, most unmotivated days – I will ask myself, what is the absolute bare minimum I can do right now just so I can give myself a green tick on the app? Now, that sounds like I might be cheating, but even if I literally only do two minutes of something, that is more than doing zero minutes of something and it deserves a green tick. So when you are having those days when you've moved house, when you've done a 17 and a half hour day, when, when life is hectic, what is the absolute bare minimum 
I can do right now. Maybe it's two minutes of squats in the lounge room. Maybe it's literally doing some, you know, one of those things where you like bend over and put your hands on the floor and then roll up. They've got a name. <laughs> bend over. Hang on. I'm trying to visualize it. Bend over. The yoga put your hands on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like well, a- you put your hands in front of your feet on the floor, basically. You, you bend yeah. in half. Forward fold. Forward fold. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's some forward folds. You this know. episode is brought to you by Dementia. <laughs> um, that we Jesus both have. Christ. Both of us. Oh, God. Um, the other thing, use the out of 10 rule. This is something that Sarah and I developed. It is basically something we use all the time. Before you start to think about exercise, You ask yourself, how much energy do I have right now? And then you do a workout that matches that energy level. And this is something that's really useful for even if you have set the intention of going for a run at 7 a.m. on Wednesday morning at the park down the street from me. um, And you get to Wednesday morning and you're like, oh, I can't do it. I I cannot run. Everything hurts. Then don't go for a run just because you set the intention. Do something else that matches your energy level right now. And that's still doing something, right? Yeah. Allow yourself that flexibility because it's not a failure if you don't go for a run on a Wednesday. If you actually convert that into a 10-minute walk down your street to go grab a coffee, if previously you would have skipped the walk altogether, then that's still a win. It's still progress. It's still a win. Absolutely. Um, I also have a list of fallback exercise options for when you absolutely could not give a F about exercising. Um, One of them is 10 minutes of stretch yoga. There's a great little uh, 10 minute yoga for self-care, restorative yoga sesh that um, Yoga with Adrian does on the the YouTube channel. Yeah, it's beautiful. I love that one. Yeah. I'll put that uh, link in the show notes. That counts. Um, The other thing, which is something I really want you to think about this week is, can you habit stack? And this is something that we got from Atomic Habits again. Um, Habit stacking is basically where you put a bunch of habits together and you kind of use that momentum to kind of get a Mm. whole bunch of stuff done, right? Yeah. You use a habit that's already established, like Mm. brushing your teeth. Yes. Brushing your teeth is a habit. You don't think about that. So then you brush your teeth and... Do five squats, or you know, for example, you know, you know that you call, you know, you know that you call a family member every, you know, Tuesday at seven thirty in the morning. So can you then take that phone call for a walk? Basically, you know, think of a habit that's already established. Chuck some exercise onto it. So, is there an errand that you need to do this week that you could stack some exercise onto. So, for example, it could be, you know, I have to walk to the post box to post some parcels or some letters. I need to do that. I need to send the letters, so I'm going to walk to the post box and make that happen. Mm. Um, You know, like Sarah does, use the stairs at the train station, use the stairs at work. You know, you're there anyway. You're going to this place anyway. anyway. They're there. It will take two minutes longer. It's actually two minutes that you get to yourself. Yep. They're pretty rare sometimes. And you don't have to deal with weird lift conversations they're always no. awkward. Stinky lifts. <laughs> Take the stairs. You know, um, get off a station or a bus stop early on the way home from work or on the way home from an activity. You're just making the walk one stop longer, but it's just a little extra bit of walking. Uh, if you're taking the kids to the park, can you take a skipping rope? Uh, can you go and join them on the trampolines, as you heard in last week's trampolines, episode? Yay. Um, you know, can, can you? You know, are they are they um, are they taking their their little bikes? Can you you know run along 
with them whilst they're riding the bike around the path. Um, depending on where you live, can you walk to the local pub or a restaurant for dinner instead of driving? I know that's obviously a lot harder if you have kids who are too big for strollers and prams, but not quite big enough to kind of, you know, walk fast on their own at a, at a reasonable pace. Um, but, you know, if it is an option for you, can well, you walk to the rides pub? Are for- <laughs> yeah, can, you, can you walk to the pub, um, you know, is there a way to just get a little bit more walking into your day? The other thing is, you know, if you, if you do have kids, if they're at an activity, you know, like swimming lessons, can you jump in the pool and do some laps, you know, in one of the lanes that's usually open to the public? You know, often there'll be some lanes designated for, for swimming training and swim squad, but at a lot of pools, there'll be, you know, extra lanes left open for for the public to, you know, come and do their swimming. So, you know, maybe you can jump in the pool as well while the kids are swimming. Yeah, you're there anyway. You're there anyway. Or, you know, or if they're at an activity that you can't get involved in but you're waiting for them and you're sitting in the car waiting for them or just finding 10 minutes to yourself while they're doing their thing, um, can you take your running shoes with you and, and go for a walk while you wait? Um not kid related, maybe if you're trying to read more, you know, something that you want to do is read more and you're trying to build a good reading habit, can you buy audiobooks instead and take your book for a walk? You know, it's it's sort of it's sort of about thinking about mm. the things that you need to do anyway. Is there a way to add a little bit of exercise to it? And I don't mean to say this in a way that you now have to find um, oh my God, you know, yeah. to add you exercise to every single chore. <laughs> Is there a way that you can do your washing whilst doing squats? No, no, no. We're not those people. We will never be those people. No. But yeah. if you are crazy time poor and uh, and just need to let out a bit of bit of frustration or build a bit of energy you know finding these little moments and that's the thing is that i think each one of these with the exception maybe of jumping in the swim lane but if it's you know if it's a little thing like walking to the pub instead of catching an uber to the pub or you know getting off the bus a stop early as an individual thing, is this going to have an enormous impact on your long-term health? No, probably not. If you repeat it and if you start to implement that as something that you do regularly, mm. then absolutely, these little five-minute nuggets of exercise add up. Yes. You think about that compounding. Yeah, think about the compounding interest. You get what you repeat. It's about finding little moments where you can happily, easily, without too much stress, add in a few minutes of exercise here and there, and it will add up. And it means that you don't have to find two hours to go to the gym because you've actually, you know, you actually got in a 20-minute walk on Tuesday. You managed to sneak in 10 minutes of yoga on Wednesday. You jumped in the pool with the kids on Thursday. These might not seem like huge, you know, huge chunks of exercise alone, but they add up together. They they can make an enormous difference to your long-term health. Absolutely. And even if you do a little, a tiny little trick, which is literally just counting roughly or making notes somewhere roughly of the minutes per day, you know, as Sarah said, 10 minutes of yoga on a Wednesday, jumping in the pool with the kids, you know, for 20 minutes on a Thursday, you know, going for a, a walk while you had a phone call with your mum on, on Friday that was, you know, a half hour walk or whatever. If you add all of those minutes up across a week, across a month, across six months, across 12 months, that's a shit ton of minutes. That it adds is. up. And it's a lot more minutes than Sarah and I used to do, which was zero minutes for months and months and months on end. 
Yes and yes and yes. <laughs> yes. Yes and yes and yes. Um, the other thing uh, that I am massively into at the moment is bullet journaling. This is something I've discovered. Yeah, how's it going? <laughs> discovered how's it recently. Going? Oh my god, I love it. I love it so much. I'm addicted to bullet journaling. <laughs> I just it's just basically a kind of a, a systematic way of being able to like brain fart everything out of your brain onto onto paper <laughs> so that you don't have to worry about forgetting it and it's all in one place. Um, which is magic as well. So you don't have like your Outlook calendar, your phone, you know, notes on your phone, you know, stuff scribbled into little notepads, little sticky, you know, sticky notes, you know, plastered you on the computer. My life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's all just all in one place, which is what I love about it. Um, but I have actually set up a little section in my bullet journal to track certain habits, like when I sleep, what time I wake up, what time I go to bed, now that I'm a morning person, obviously, um, and, and my exercise. And so, like, I've literally got a little month block for, you know, each of the months of the year. And then every day that I do manage to get some exercise done, doesn't matter how much, just so long as it's enough that I could literally give myself that little green tick. I literally colour in now the little green square. I was going to say, it's like a little analogue app. It is. Oh my! It's so good for my brain to just like little little color in this little square, and go like, "Cool, yeah, I did something today." And then to be able to sit back after a month and see a month's worth of physical movement, mm. it's it's so empowering. And then you know, and then you do the next month after that, and then the next month after that, and and over time, you're just looking at this, you know, this big grid and going, "Wow, look at all of that stuff that I did that I didn't used to do." And as you say, one single day of, of those many days and those many months isn't necessarily yeah, going to change the world. It's not going to set the, set the world on fire. But, <laughs> but across, across the cumulative, a period of time. Mm. The cumulative impact is enormous. Like You podcast is produced by me, Gab Burke, and music is by Hamish Camilleri. Thank you for listening and sharing our little pod. You can follow us on socials. Just search for Women Like You podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And you can subscribe to our weekly newsletter at womenlikeyoupodcast.com, which is our website. You just scroll down and put your details into our little subscribe section on our fancy website. Fancy, fancy. Also, mm-hmm. can we ask you a massive favour? Depending on where you are listening to us, there may be the option for you to leave a review or a comment. We would love it if you could give us a little review because it helps other women find our content. Yeah, we are making this podcast all on our own, independently, in our spare time, after work, <laughs> literally in, in our bedrooms. Uh, <laughs> Sarah's sitting on her bed, I'm in the spare room, um, and we really, really appreciate your support. So yeah, any little shout out you can give us by review or comment, we, we so appreciate it. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gab. And I love you. And I love you too. Here's to also, our week. Thank you for thank you for all of your support over this last week when life has been super crazy for me. And thank you for understanding that my dog is particularly uh, out of sorts at the moment because we've only lived in this new place for a couple of days. So thank you. No, thank you. Thank you for being amazing. It's been it's been a hell of a week, baby. <laughs> it has, it has. Shall we go to sleep and stay there for a month? <laughs> Well, I can't now that I've got this natural waking up ability. Uh, I just wake up at five fifty-three every single morning on the yeah, dot. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, I'm. I'm a. I'm, wow. 
<laughs> Way to sleep in, Gab. I get up at I get up at five five zero. Whoa! I've got yeah, that extra weird, three hey. minutes, baby. It is so bizarre. Seriously, I'm still astounded by this. Like, I'm one minute I'm asleep, the next minute I'm lying on my mattress with my eyes open, going, "Huh, I'm awake." Yeah. <laughs> Morning. And there's Still no blamp, 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 blamp. Yeah. Get out of bed. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. All right, I'm going to uh, just I don't know, collapse into bed. I think. <laughs> I'm already here. <laughs> I'm going to go buy you some chicken fillets for your ass. Um, not not yes. so it looks curvy and, and like the way we want it to look, but just so that if you land on your ass the next time you're skating, um, you won't break your tailbone. I'll have to find where I pack my skates. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. I love you. I love you too. Bye. Bye. Bye, Woody. Oh. Bye, Woody. Meh, meh, meh.